everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome in to the 199 and a half edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. Brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. Yeah, the best art like beer can art I've ever seen. Yeah. Go to youtube.com slash I'm fat podcast. You can see the learned on the street can of Cookie Monster not revealing himself to children. No. Right. Revealing a coat full of snacks to children. I'm going to crack mm-hmm. this mid-show and give it a review during our Nick and Ivy read. I've been eyeing it. I have not had any alcohol since my surgery, so uh, this what will could be... go wrong? Yeah, this will be... The, uh, I think by now I should be clear, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> part of the reason this is not episode 200, Rick, is because mm-hmm. I have felt like human ass most of the week, because this mm. was a... Uh, I went to get my little follow-up on my uh, wisdom teeth. And my yeah. doctor said, you know, um, you had a very, very uh, intense extraction of your bottom teeth because you're old. Yes. Your bone is dense. That's what she said. And it took a lot to get those bottom ones out. So it's going to take a little longer than usual. So I'm still sort of dealing with that. I'm not super yeah. thrilled about it. Um, it's getting better, just slowly, more slowly than I'd like. And I just have not been able to plan the things for episode 200 I wanted to. So next week will be the official episode 200 of the I'm Fat Podcast, yes. which is truly probably episode like 206 when you consider all the between two fats and stuff we've done. Probably. <laughs> so, But you know what we're not doing? Counting. No, that's no. Probably. And I, I think you all should know uh, that if you listen to the I'm Fat Podcast, one of the points of pride of being a fat is being lazy and not really mm-hmm. doing things when you're supposed to. Like yep. getting episode 200 ready. <laughs> yep. Anyway, Pretty much. So in preparation for that, make sure you're following us on all of our social media accounts at I'm Fat Pod, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We've got the Facebook fan page. I'm Fat Podcast fans. Lots of fun on there. Very active page there. Check that out. Yep. Uh, we've got our YouTube page, which I mentioned, youtube.com mm-hmm. slash I'm Fat Podcast. We've got our Patreon. If you want to help us out, patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod, or you can go on the link in the Spotify description and chipping a few bucks on Spotify. we got a couple new people helping us out that way, which we appreciate. And our merch shop, imfatmerch.com. There's not a sale now. There will be soon. And before we start, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Happy Father's Day to uh, those new fathers. I know we got a bunch of those in our lives. And to those mm-hmm. who are going through uh, maybe their first Father's Day or any Father's Day, uh, without their dad near him. I know, Rick, you fall into that category, and I know it can be a tough day for everybody. Mm-hmm. So uh, happy Father's Day. Hope everybody got out of it what they wanted to on Sunday. So it was good. Good weekend for me. How about you? It was uh, not bad. I was busy. Sorry, I was writing down something to make sure to not forget later because I'm dumb. Yes. Uh, yes. Well established if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> for any amount of time. <laughs> Uh, no, the pod, the the podcast, the weekend, the weekend was good. A lot of time spent, especially uh, Saturday, at Sam's Townhouse, 
we're doing work to get that thing closer and closer to move in ready, which is very exciting. And by we, I mean pretty much everybody else but me because I was an idiot and I couldn't figure out, I was like, huh, why can't I get this security system to like, it's one of those where it's set up to be pretty idiot proof. <laughs> but not that big of an idiot proof. <laughs> not, not me idiot proof. Cause you know what my dumbass did? kept punching in the wrong Wi-Fi password. So I'm like, this thing needs to, it's because it has to connect to Wi-Fi to do these things that it, that it's supposed to do to follow the steps. I can't connect to Wi-Fi. I'm trying to reconnect. I'm unplugging things. I'm, I'm resetting them. I'm doing all this crap. I was looking at the wrong Wi-Fi password mm. on the old phone note. Nice. I am, I am nothing if not an effing moron, and I own up to as much. <laughs> Don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> I mean that's it's pretty bad. All right, that one's pretty bad. I was sitting there for a hot minute. You know what? Doing doing, it got you out of lifting stuff and breaking a sweat, so you did a good job. Yeah, well, to be fair, I broke a sweat well before that. Okay, and it was it was because we were bringing uh, closet doors down downstairs to get a uh, to get spray painted. That was a whole that was a whole other deal. But uh, but yeah, so good times. Food had especially today as well. The only real thing that we do to like honor my dad on father's day is eat things he would have wanted to eat that's it that's what it's all about <laughs> so like a a camp family salad which is pretty much iceberg lettuce croutons italian dressing and i think my mom put in like my dad would have radishes i'm cool with carrots you know like all of us are kind of one extra thing that could mildly be construed as healthy yeah in there and then steak Beautiful. So then, you know, there's always some steak that's on sale at the Jewels. Yes. Have some steak and then a dessert with chocolate. My dad wasn't too that that uh, that discerning. It could have been it could have been eclairs. Those were his like favorite or fudgesicles. He was always a big fan of fudgesicles. But uh, we went. My mom made homemade chocolate chip cookies. Oh, so fudgesicle. Yeah. I haven't had a fudgesicle in a minute. I know, right? Oh. I had totally forgotten about the fudgesicle thing until one of my brothers mentioned it today. And my mom and I were both like, oh, my God, he did love fudgesicles. We just like, you know, it just like totally, totally lapsed for us. All right. So this brings me this brings me back to some old time ice cream desserts that I haven't had in years. Fudgesicles qualify. I'm mm -hmm. also a big fan of banana popsicles. Okay. Like banana flavored popsicles. And... I know they've been ruined by Bill Cosby, but Jello yeah. pudding pops. Yes, man, those were good. Yep, they're not still around. Are they? I've never, I haven't seen those in years. I haven't seen those in a long time. The other thing is the I know there's a name for it, but the like where it's the the swirl roll of cake and vanilla of like chocolate cake and vanilla ice cream. Oh yeah, that was another one. That was like uh, that was like that was my grandma's thing. Baskin Robbins has was those. that thing. Yes. Well, we yes, went to exactly. uh, we went to Brian and Sarah's house yesterday. Our good friends and your friends, Brian mm -hmm. and Sarah, yep. for their daughter's birthday. And Sarah had made a homemade one of those mm -hmm. with homemade hot fudge and whipped oh, cream. Yeah. Dude, mm -hmm. Sarah, if you're listening, it was the best one I've ever had. It was terrific. That was so good. And then last week, I forgot to mention, we went to Rainbow Cone on 87th oh. there and uh, 97th, like 93rd and uh, Western, the original Rainbow Cone. And they when have, I hear Rainbow Cone, I hear Ed Farmer's voice. Friends, have to go to Rainbow Cone. 
Like that's just the, the stories of Rainbow of Ed Farmer and Rainbow Cone. Yeah, yeah always but, like that's how I hear that. Yeah, now. the pistachio, the Palmer House cherry. Yeah, the vanilla, mm-hmm. the sherbet. Yeah, uh, Rainbow Cone's great, but they also have yeah. Rainbow Cone cake, which is similar to mm. the roll cake you're talking about, but it's yes. obviously Rainbow Cone inside instead of vanilla cake. Delicious mm-hmm. or vanilla ice cream. It's excellent. All right. Well, you had kind of a head down, get it done kind of a weekend. I had a pretty yeah. solid Father's Day weekend myself. So yesterday, yeah. Saturday, we're recording this on Sunday. We mm-hmm. went to uh, Oak Brook because mm-hmm. I want to go to Putt Shack yes. on your advice. And we did. Mm-hmm. And I called you on the phone like it's the 70s yes. or something because yes. I'm like, how does this work? Do you just like show up and eat and then you can play your golf? And you're like, yeah, I think that's how it goes. So we show up. Mm-hmm. For it, we had a two o'clock uh, reservation to golf, and yeah. then we get there at one thirty, and we said we'd like to sit and eat, and then we're going to golf when our thing comes. And they're like, "Well, uh, it's a half hour wait for food to have to be seated." Oh. However, I looked around. Was it that packed? No, that's the thing. I looked around Putchak, and there were nothing but tables open, and I was kind of like, "Oh, okay. Well, then we're going to have to go find something else to eat." Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll come back for our two o'clock. So we yeah. leave. And by that time, it's one forty. And by the time we get to like the food area of uh, Oak Brook, it's like one forty five. So I call and I say, hey, I want to. Can I come later? Like, can we extend mm-hmm. our reservation? Like, well, you can't, but we have a one hour grace period. So you can come up to three o'clock and we'll let you go. I'm like, oh, why didn't you tell me this when I just walked out of the out of the place when you said there was a half hour wait? Yeah. So that was a little annoying. Yes. Um, but we went to the little food court area. I went to DMK Burger and got the chicken tenders, which were really good. Mm-hmm. And he got the, I think it was China Walk, it's called. Okay. And then Hope got the Pie 5 pizza. We all liked what we got. Now we head back. So we're back around 2.15. Mm-hmm. And then we come back and they're like acting like we'd not been there a half hour earlier. Yeah. Like, What's your name? What time's your reservation? I'm like, Jay, 2 o'clock. Still, I just talked to you. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so go walk up there, and then they'll give you, they'll like tell you how to do it. Yep. So we walk up there, and no one talks mm-hmm. to us. We're just kind of like standing oh. there. Did you do like the check-in thing? Yeah. And, so or did, we walked yeah. like to, to the kiosk, and yes. there was supposed to be someone at the kiosk telling us like how to do it, and there was no one there. Mm-hmm. So I, I think we can figure this out ourselves. So we did. Got yeah. our balls. And I'll say this. Like, the mm-hmm. golf was super fun. Yeah, like the the putt check part of it was awesome. Like the lights and like the the creativity of the, I think we did the sapphire course, which is the one that okay. had the beer pong, and there's like a true or right. false question. Yeah, I've, all four of them have a true or false question. I haven't been on the beer pong. Been on the beer pong course. Okay, yet. so the golf part of it was super fun. Um, yeah, but I saw like there were like drinks like left on the tables and stuff, but no one ever told mm-hmm. us how to order a drink. So it was kind of oh. like. I don't know. Usually, like, usually there will be a server that will come through, like, through the golf. And maybe it's just because it was it was day side and not night side. Maybe that's why. It could be, but there were just drinks everywhere, like empty drinks all over the course. And that was hmm. maybe people that had eaten before. Yeah. So, so here's. Or, I, like, stopped at the bar on the way to the course or something. Yeah. And I guess I would say this is why I was disappointed in the experience overall, because. Well. To be clear, the golf was super fun. We yes. love like we love the golf. I wish it was 18 instead of nine, but I get it. 
Um, yeah. And like, I think here's a another thing. I think part of the problem is I'm comparing Putt Shack to Top Golf, and it's not the oh, same. Okay. It's a third of the no. price, right? Mm-hmm. But I was looking forward to it, Putt Shack, like making a day of it. I thought we were going to be there okay. for like three or four hours, you know, eating mm. food, playing a ton of golf, like kind of. I don't know it just, it just felt kind of very rushed and then we never got to try the yeah. food yeah that part that part sucks yeah so that but was not getting that yeah that was kind of the, the disappointing part of it but i will sure. say the three of us got to golf for like 37 dollars. whereas if we went to top golf it would have been a hundred and something yeah you know what i mean so it, it's not really comparable i guess i just felt like mm-hmm. With a little more like guidance and interaction from the staff, I probably would have had yeah. a much better time. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I, yes, because like the, so the nine hole part of it, having having been there for probably more of the like intended thing of like okay, I was there a couple times for date night, and then yeah. I was there once as part of like a uh, like company outing type thing where they are they're trying to rifle people through. It doesn't it doesn't feel too bad, like in terms of uh like yeah, like I wish there was 18, but seeing the other people around me, some of them were good with nine. And that's not saying they didn't have fun. It was just like, okay, we did the golf thing. Now let me get back to drinking and eating. Sure, that's fair. And the other thing I would say too is I signed up, so I go online and mm-hmm. I sign up for the two o'clock tea time, and then it's just like, Do you want to eat? Mm-hmm. I go, yes, I would like to eat. And then it gives you reservations, but only for after your round's over. I'm like, no, yeah. I want to eat before. Oh, okay. But then that was never yeah. an option. So I'm like, well, we'll just show up and do it. And then they're mm-hmm. like, well, it's a half hour wait. And I was seriously like, for what? Yeah. Like all the tables are open. So that was that was a bit of like a disappointment because I wanted to have the whole thing. I want to have the whole experience. Mm-hmm. And we didn't. But yeah. in terms of golf and the fun, the golf was super yeah. fun. So I mm-hmm. recommend that part of it. But just kind of know going in. Like when you make your reservation, they're going to ask you to eat after, not yeah. before. So just kind of plan accordingly. But I would say for three of us to play the nine holes, mm-hmm. it was probably 30, 35 minutes. Yeah. It went by real Yeah, quick. that's probably about right. Yeah. So there's, there's like, if, if, if there's other people, there's like a little bit of waiting, but it's not enough to make you, it's, it's not bad. No, we had a group of like a family of five in front of us. Mm-hmm. And I think we maybe had to wait a minute or two a couple of times like that was it so it goes quick i like that you like one player goes and completes the whole then another then another yes it's more efficient especially when people are drinking because then it's you put your drink down it's not like you put your drink down take your shot okay then everybody goes and you got to put your drink down again it's it's just put your drink down once and you get the hole over with yeah that's that's smart. Yeah, it probably makes a lot more sense when you're drunk or there to drink. Probably. And not on a Saturday and like the most beautiful day of the year. Yeah. So can I, before you go go on, can I it's not necessarily me a culpa, but I I was thinking so much about Saturday and today since we were recording on Sunday night. Friday was cool. Just because uh, Sam and I didn't do anything like crazy in terms of going out to anywhere, but like had the idea, she had the idea to, you know what? It's gorgeous out. Why don't we just finagle some of the, the deck furniture? And by we, I mean her. Uh, before I got there, like, finagle some of that together and just watch a movie on the deck. Nice. So, like, ordered a, a place I've talked about on here before, uh, basically. 
Sesame Taco. Uh, and just got burritos, had burritos, then went out to the deck. We started, so we started, so I had brought up before a thing we did when I used to work at uh, Illinois Media School called Lunchtime Lotto because we could never make up a decision. So we would just have like a, a can <laughs> yes. that we would put all our lunch ideas in. So we did that with movies, ended up picking 10 things I hate about you. So we end up watching that and uh, just like sat outside, drank on a Friday night, just, you know, really nice. And with the little fire thing they got out there made s'mores. Awesome. See, that's a good. So name. just, yeah, like it was low key out gorgeous weather out watch a movie sit around drinking and s'mores it does not get better than that and i wish i could take any credit for the idea or any part of it but that's all sam that's okay that's what yeah. she's here for for the inspiration right. mm-hmm. there's something about a night like that man that's like when we went to brian and sarah's last night it was just very very chill yeah you know, like just low-key her parents are there her uh brother and sister-in-law are there we're just hanging mm-hmm. out the kids are what we they put a league of their own on brian's got like a big screen inflatable video thing because he nice. does an audio video company on the side so yeah. he inflated the, th- the thing put up a league of their own for the girls and we watched a movie and hung out drink some uh, margs and ate some stuff and some ice cream and it was just a great night so those are the best man and mm-hmm. especially like on a friday i think like when yeah. you do that stuff on a friday it just totally extends your weekend Yes, you know? it absolutely does. A busy Friday is the key to a long weekend, in my mind. Yeah. Make Friday plans. That's it. And if you're looking for plans this Friday, look at this segue, Rick. Head over to our newest sponsor, Nick and Ivy Brewing in Lamont, 1026 South Street Street. They're a small family-owned business offered, operated by Paul and Chrissy Great place, man. We got to go there a couple weeks ago and check it out. Uh, excellent beers. Everything we've tried is great. I'm about to crack another one right here. They produce all sorts of beers from European beers to all the modern styles people are falling in love with. They're also different because they embrace sports and sports culture. Sometimes you go to these breweries and they're like, oh, we don't really do sports ball. Sports ball right. is for Jockos. No, they're into sports too. Nine TVs mm-hmm. all tuned into the local games as well as the national games. They got great live music all the time. Every Tuesday, there's an open mic. Every Friday and Saturday, there's live acts that come and play their stage. And these are not just like guys like me and Rick like coming in there and right. noodling on the guitar. They are, well, Rick's a good musician. I'm not. They're legit, legit musicians you want to see play. They're awesome. They don't do food, but... You can get delivery from any of the great places nearby. We talked about Taco Heaven a few weeks ago, which is great. Yep. There's a lot of good stuff in that area. So follow Nick and Ivy Brewing on Facebook and Instagram. That's N-I-K and Ivy Brewing. Website, NickIvyBrewing.com, N-I-K-I-V-Y Brewing.com. Go check them out in Lockport, 1026 South State Street. Go say hi to Paul and Chrissy at Nick and Ivy and get yourself some beer. I'm going to crack open this uh, learned on the street right now. Well, I, I'm, I don't want to make you an alcoholic, so I'll run and grab one too. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to crack this. All right. Oh, oh, that's a quality. All right. So this is the oatmeal cookie milk stout. No bad words there. As Rick says, see the can there with cookie monster. All right, here we go. Oh my God. Is that good? It tastes like a cookie. 
it tastes like a cookie, but not in the way of like sweet beer or like gimmicky. Have you had this yet? Which the, one? The learned on the street. No, I have not. It tastes like a cookie without like an artificial bullshit fake uh, like novelty beer taste. Nice. It's beer. Like if I was to mm-hmm. pour this and serve it to somebody and say, what does that taste like? They would yes. think about it and you'd say oatmeal cookie. And they'd say, yes, that's what it is. Okay. This is excellent. Ten thumbs okay, up. I've, I've got the Rasenweizen wheat beer. Rasenweizen. Yes. So the description on it, this one gives a nice raspberry note on the nose and finishes with the banana flavors and esters given off by the yeast we used for fermentation. We took a traditional German-style beer and put a modern twist on it. All right. Do it. Salud. Yep. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows I'm a sucker for raspberry, and it is like a quick punch of raspberry, but then it backs off right away. Nice. And you get more of that, like, banana that comes up a little bit. And I'm not even the biggest banana guy in the world. Banana guy. But dun, that's dun, good. Dun, dun, dun. Banana guy. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um. I got to get one of those. I got to get one of those. Yeah, this is this is highly recommended. Distant cheers, my friend. Mm-hmm. Click. Yep. Shit, this is too good. Maybe it's because it's the first beer yep. I've had in three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. That okay. Could be. I can't okay. stop so thinking what did about you that. Do, so what did you do today? Because uh, I, I interrupt. I was rude and well, interrupted you. There's one more thing. After Putt Shack. Okay. I wanted the full Rick Camp experience of yes. going to Putt Shack and then going to BD's Mongolian Grill, where I've not been in probably... I still haven't even made it back. 20 years? Mm-hmm. 15 years? It's a little different than I remember. Yeah. Be- and mm-hmm. I think this is a COVID adjustment where you don't like probably. really sit there and watch them. You can watch them mm-hmm. cook your food, but... Most people didn't. We just went to our table and they brought it. Yeah. Yeah, that that is a that's a COVID adjustment. And I was also fascinated by Addie's first time there. And her and what she was gonna go for. Well, seeing that she's like, we just put raw meat in a bowl, I'm mm-hmm. like, Yes, you get a new bowl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know. So like that was a bit of a oh yeah. And then it was the first time we've been there since Hope's shellfish allergy. Oh yeah. But they have the allergy zone where it's like a mm-hmm. separate cooktop where they cook it for people with allergies, which is great and super yeah. thoughtful. Mm-hmm. So I filled mine with chicken steak, uh, broccoli, uh, rice noodles. Okay. Um, bah, 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 what else? Kung Pao sauce. Okay. And uh, crushed red pepper. Nice. And I thought I had a decently full bowl. And then when I put my bowl like, up on the table and saw the person next to me, I was like overflowing with meat. I said to the guy, I'll be yeah. right back. <laughs> I got like four more scoops of meat. Yes. Yeah, see, that's that's the thing. And being there for the first time in forever, understandable. However, you have to figure what's the best way to do it. And this is depending on the meat and also depending on the noodle. Do you smash the meat around the, around the, uh, the bottom of the bowl? have everything rest in it or do you put the noodles in and then compress the noodles with the meat see i i did not do enough compression i think that was Mm. part of my problem 
Um, what I I'm really glad I got more meat because had I gone with what I did originally, it would have been like nothing. Yeah, and we just did the single bowl order. Yep. Hold on. That's what I do. That's what I do, and I just do it real. Yeah. So. <laughs> For those on YouTube, you know exactly what Jay just did. Yeah, I had to burp. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it tastes like oatmeal cookie. Um, <laughs> uh, and shame. <laughs> no, no shame. Um, no shame. But I will say, it was excellent. Now that I've gone, next time I go, I'm going to do a better job. Yep. Because I felt like both Addy and Hope were like, we probably should have gotten more meat. Because mm-hmm. you feel like, all right, it's filled to the top. I'm telling you, yes. man, this bowl next time was like no. top of the bowl, and it was like a nope. pyramid of meat. You're damn right. See, I I generally have done. Okay, so here's if if I remember right of how what my order usually looks like ish. Um, depending the pasta will vary based on the day of whatever I'm feeling. But generally, I'll put pasta in the bowl first, then the steak, and the steak will help hold down the noodles. So that way you get more space within the confines of the bowl. Then around the outside, that's where I put the multiple layers of sausage. So so you're kind of creating that tower to be able to hold in the other crap that you're going to put in there. And then within (laughs) that, you're going potato, corn, green onion. Um, Depending on the day, I might throw a couple other things in there. I think I generally go with like the Shanghai barbecue sauce. Okay. But then I load on the seasoning. So I get the crushed red pepper. I get the Cajun uh, crushed black black pepper, Uh, cayenne, and I think maybe one more thing. But like that's that's the gist of what I go for. And that thing is is fairly stacked. Yeah, I got to load it up next time. I did do potatoes. Now that you mentioned it, I did do potatoes and I did uh, uh, water chestnuts, which I like. I like the crunch of those things. Yeah. Okay. So with the potatoes, because this is something that I don't know if it's the person that does the prep that this varies or protocol has changed. Was it bigger hunks, like still fairly thin, but like bigger pieces? Or was it more like um, maybe like a fingernail size? Piece. Like you know, it wasn't like a hash brown. It was like uh, I wouldn't call it big cubes. I would say small yeah. cubes. Okay, okay. So they have changed because it used to be like almost like a like a rain. Like think of like a, a half circle. Okay. Like they essentially like cut the thing in half and then just like they left bigger pieces, which for fitting in the bowl and when you want to get everything in, a, in every bite, it's not great. It wasn't great for that. So I'm glad that they it looks it looks like have changed their protocol. So, yeah, it was good. Everybody loved it. I will say that the waiter um, never showed me the price of our food. Mm. He had like the handheld clover, and he's like, "Are you ready, Pam?" Like, yep. Gave my card. He's like, "Okay, boop boop boop." He's like, "You want a receipt?" I'm like, "No, that's right." <laughs> I just did like the automatic twenty yeah. <laughs> percent. Like, All right, I guess that was. About 80 bucks for the three of us. So it was a little pricey. Um, yeah, it, the price has gone up with time. That's part also part of the reason I I haven't gone back as often. Also, if you're going at any point, lunch as opposed to dinner is better because it is cheaper. Okay, good to know. I think it was like $17.99 per bowl like for a single serve. I know we all okay, got drinks. I th- yeah, I think it's like 
thirteen or fourteen ninety nine maybe for lunchtime. Okay, I'm saying eighty with tip. Oh. By the way, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and it also teaches you if you're doing a single bowl to load that bowl the f up mm-hmm. as much as that bowl will hold, as much as you can carry to the table without yep. without it tipping over. You're allowed to do. So yep. ne- next time we go, lesson learned, I will do that. But we loved it. It was terrific. Okay. Yeah. Then today, Sunday, uh, we had a softball game in Summit in which we got our asses kicked because that team mm-hmm. was, I believe they might be a full-time travel team playing in a part-time travel league. Mm. And that makes a difference. It doesn't matter. They were super nice. And I don't mind our girls getting challenged. I think it's a good thing to play. Yeah. I'm like, that's what it looks like. That's yep. what we're trying to do. Right. I think there's I think there's a value in that. Mm-hmm. So then we went to Athletes Unlimited Softball. And I know that I've talked about this before. And I'm gonna talk about it again because I cannot tell you how wonderful of a time it is at Athletes Unlimited. If you've been through Rosemont, you see Impact Field where the dogs play. Mm-hmm. And then right next to there is a stadium where the Chicago Bandits Pro Softball used to play. Athletes Unlimited, I think this is their fourth year. That sounds about right. So the last year of the Bandits, before COVID, Addie met a pro softball player. Her name is Courtney Gano. Um, We were at the game early. We were watching warm-ups, and Courtney came up to me and Addie, who were sitting mm-hmm. behind home plate, and said, hey, do you play softball? Yeah, they, you know, we're chatting. Addie's real little at this point. She'd be eight or nine. Um, and Addie's talking to her and she goes, okay, well, after the game, I want you to come to the autograph line and I have something for you. So Addie's like, cool. You know, she thinks like a t-shirt or whatever. So, uh, Courtney comes out Mm -hmm. with a giant bandits baseball backpack with her name on it. Gano G A N O Mm -hmm. on the back. It's got shoes, uh, arm pads, shin pads, elbow pads, uh, like I'm talking about like shoes, like uh, turf cleats. Okay. Uh, visor, T-shirt, two like legitimate like $300 bats, uh, a bunch of batting really? gloves, and she gave Addie this entire thing. Wow. And they have kept in touch since then. It's the That's coolest cool. thing. So when on Addie's birthday, she got a phone. She must've known the bandits were going under and figured all the, all the brand merchandise yeah, to get out the door. Well, you would think so. But then <laughs> she also last year we were there, she unloaded yeah. another bag for Addie. Like just here's nice. a bunch of stuff. Like it was towards the end of the year. She's um, yeah. sponsored by Marucci, the brand of softball equipment. Um, okay. So like she always got, has like these freebie things anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, on Addie's 13th birthday, I texted Courtney. I'm like, Hey, this is Addie's number. If you could text her, her like brain yeah. would explode. And she's like, I'm doing mm-hmm. it right now. And I just looked over and nice. Addie was laying on the floor because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she was so she was so happy that it happened. So today was the first chance we got to see Courtney this year, which was interesting because she her father passed away this year. So I know oh. Father's Day was tough for her, um, sure. but she came out because so after the game, this is for everybody at AU, by the way. There's mm-hmm. two games. You pay for two games, two seventeen games, and there's two teams that are like picked every week, and they compete. It's almost like fantasy. It's really cool. Uh, but after every game, the players come out and sign. And Courtney came out and saw Addie right away, talked mm-hmm. to her for about five minutes, just the two of them shooting the breeze. And she said, are you coming back to any more games this year? Addie suggested, great, we'll see you then. 
And then Addie nice. had, she was wearing her in-house softball jersey. That season's over. So mm-hmm. every player at AU signed her jersey. Nice. So it's just awesome. If you've got kids in sports, boys, girls, whatever, especially if you're a mm-hmm. softball dad or mom, honest to God, Athletes Unlimited, if you don't know, is professional softball. So women who have graduated from college that are great move up mm-hmm. to Athletes Unlimited. And they get paid to do this, and there's like um, like prize money at the end of the year for like the top point scorers, nice. and it is this unrivaled access to these players. And like you probably heard of Cat Osterman, the pitcher, yeah, or Sis yep. Bates, the shortstop. Like they're all there. Mm-hmm. They talk to the girls. It is just amazing. It is super affordable. I can't, honestly, God, I cannot recommend this enough. Cat Osterman's the lefty pitcher that went to Texas. Yes. She's Lammy. she retired Lammy. last year. Uh, and so did Amanda Chittister, who is like another one of the big stars. But whoa, it's just great. Like, they're just, it's, I, I honestly got Eddie said, What do you want to do for fathers? I said, I want to go to AU. I want to go. Mm-hmm. I like, I, it's, they've been here for a week and I haven't been there yet. And I'm pissed I haven't been there yet. So, yeah, we went, we used the promo code literally 23, saved us 50% on tickets. So, we wow. got three tickets, three rows mm-hmm. next to the dugout for three. For forty five dollars, wow! I mean, it is it's un unbelievable time, and the kids love it. It's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did, and then we got Aurelio's afterwards because I had a taste for pasta. So I got okay. some ravioli from Aurelio's that was delicious. So that's it. That's my Father's Day. Hmm. It was good. Nice. We um we do have to celebrate a couple fats. Yes, that are. I believe, I don't know if all are dads, but they're definitely, they are or were definitely fats. (laughs) And on, I think we have to start with the most recent accomplishment, which was Lance Lynn out of the blue for the White Sox having 16 strikeouts. What was the end result of that game, Rick? What was the final score of that game? Uh, It wasn't great. How do you lose (laughs) five to one? In a game yeah. in which your pitcher struck out 16 opponents. I mean, it's not great. <laughs> it's uh, it's not great. That means they got five runs and 11 at-bats. Yes. Cool. Yes, they did. Neat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the White Sox. <laughs> That's why, like, I am. I watched part of the game while doing other stuff today, and my brother comes out of his room, and he's like, Lance Lynn had 16 strikeouts. I'm like, really? I'm just like, oh, the the White Sox are telling me not to pay attention. You know what I'll do? Oblige. Yeah, not to pay attention. Yeah, at least not very often. So good for Lance Lynn well, because a- he, Lord knows, he hasn't had the best season so far to have sort of even in a loss still to to be able to accomplish that is pretty good. But you could see early his stuff was awesome. Yeah, like he trusted the curveball especially early. And he threw like a backup curveball to I don't know what lefty batter, like to lead off the at bat. And I was like, oh, he's got this type of stuff today. <laughs> okay. It's funny because I remember um the Kerry Wood 20 strikeout game. The Cubs won that one. Um yeah. where he's like, my bullpen sucked. Like he's like, I couldn't <laughs> locate anything. I was not pitching well. I went out there not yep. feeling great. I wonder if Lance Lynn had a similar mm-hmm. feeling in the in the in the bullpen. I don't know. It's interesting. I always feel like mm-hmm. when you when a pitcher has a great game, they always feel like they weren't going to. Yes. 
and maybe it's an over like because the bullpen session sucked that they over focus mm-hmm. and they really think about their technique and think about doing well as opposed to just going out there and chucking it. But Lance Lynn doesn't yeah. strike me as a guy who does much more beyond going out there and chucking it. And I think it's gotten on this far no. in his career. Yeah. And then the other one, which was early in the week. Yes. To the point that uh, I thought it might have been last week. My guy, Nikola Jokic. Nuggets win the finals in five games. He wins finals MVP. Solidified himself as the best player in the playoff. Like, literally the first player ever to lead the entire playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists. Don't worry about that. That is. He's yeah, he's just he's so damn good. Did he maybe improve a little bit once he dropped a little bit of weight? Yes. Yeah. But you can't watch him play and not be like, if he's not actually fat, he was at one point. He's and you see the picture of him when he was a kid? Yeah. Definitely a fat. I think doughy is the word for him. Yes. Doughy. He went from fat to doughy. Yeah. Well, it's working for him. Yeah. Like the the best player in the world at this very moment in time is a seven foot, like what looks like a dopey moving white dude from Serbia that all he wants to do is go back to Serbia and 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 be with his horses. Yep. And drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. Yes, he was. It's like that's that's great fat cred <laughs> yes. from Jump Street. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if fats use jump street very often. More like uh try to hop street. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got a fat in the hockey world winning his third Stanley cup. Phil Kessel, the King oh. of Kings. Now he didn't play much in this series. I don't think he played. Maybe, I don't think he played at all in the series, but he played in the playoffs oh, really? a little bit. He's old. He's towards the end. If it wasn't for the iron man record, he probably would retire. Um, but he is already celebrated with hot dogs in a cup, which is not a movie. It is a celebration <laughs> and different tab. By the way, he's not fat, but if you're not a hockey fan or on hockey social media, do yourself mm-hmm. a favor and look up William Carlson at the Vegas Golden Knights Cup Parade. Okay. Vegas had their parade in Vegas at night. Oh, yes. So these players, I mean, to avoid the heat, I get it. They had all day to get after it. Oh, (laughs) so. Oh, no. William Carlson is shirtless on the mic. Just going. Yeah, just going. And at one point they cut his mic. (laughs) Like they just turn it off and he's like looking at it. And then they suddenly turn it back on. And there was a woman on stage. I don't know if she was like a PR lady or whatever, but she's doing this to him. She's like, we got to yeah. go. We got to go. Give it to somebody else. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's like my first year here. I oh, was no. pretty good, but y'all were better. Like, he was just gone. <laughs> he was yeah. gone. So it, it is an all-timer uh, championship parade moment of drunkenness. So that's awesome. Phil Kessel gets the credit as the fat guy feat of the week. Uh, but mm-hmm. William Carlson gets credit for being the drunkest. Congratulations, young William Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> a winner is you. Um, oh, by the way, I was talking about hmm. my teeth. One yes. thing I forgot about. Uh, if you ever get your wisdom teeth out, yes. don't get anything with broccoli. 
Mm. I've been cleaning my teeth with a syringe because it's still yeah. a little bit swollen, so I have to like wash out back there. Yep. So last night driving home from BD's, I could feel the broccoli in my teeth, and I'm just like rum, rum, rum. Mm-hmm. driving crazy. So get home, do the rinse, like a whole like salad comes out of my mouth. Do it probably 20 minutes of the syringing. That's what you get for having broccoli. Seriously, mouthwashing, uh, gargling with salt water, all that stuff. Wake up in the morning, have my yogurt. Time to do my syringe. More broccoli comes out. I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> it just keeps coming. It's disgusting. Yeah. So anyway, That's what she said. Yeah, I didn't want to. Well, yeah. Um, one more thing too <laughs> about my my journey yesterday. Yeah. After Put Shack, mm-hmm. I had had a time for my food to process, so I had to go to the bathroom at Macy's. Mm. And let me just, if you're one of these people, take a long look in the mirror. And really reevaluate your life. If your ass is too precious to touch the the public toilet seat, Mm -hmm. my hands or feet are too precious to kick your gasket paper into the toilet. If you must line the toilet seat for your precious butt, take three seconds and put the paper in the bowl. If you're one of these people that takes a shit in public and then leaves your paper on the toilet seat, play in traffic. Seriously, <laughs> there is a special place in hell for you. I don't want your ass paper. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to touch your ass paper. I don't want to see your ass paper. I want your ass paper in the toilet and flush before I get in there. Because mm-hmm. if I'm yes. opting to go to the bathroom in a public place. Chances are, I don't have a choice. I'm not just saying, like, you know what? I just think it's time. No. There is some level of emergency occurring. It could be a pre-emergency. But you know if you wait much longer, it's going to become a full-blown emergency. Yes. So if I had to go to the third floor of Macy's in Oakbrook to take care of my problem, I don't want to see your ass paper just sitting there. On the toilet seat. What kind of a monster, Rick Camp? What kind of a monster would do such a shitty thing? Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. I mean, there's... Yeah, that's a special place in hell for those people. Yeah. Because at least at the airport, it's like the thing kind of auto-rotates. And I don't feel great about that either. Yeah, because where does it go? Well, yeah, exactly. Like, is it just like, (laughs) did they essentially... Okay, so here's my theory. They just take the covers off of umbrellas that are freshly bought and discarded, (laughs) and they just slap them. They, like, like, make sure that they're connected. And then that's just rotating. And then they don't change the thing. That thing does not get changed for X amount of times around when you're pretty well guaranteed to have some remnants on there that's visible so that someone get pissed. Yeah, I don't get like I've never understood that. And remember they used to have the towels like that too, where it was like a fabric towel and you would like yes. pull it through the machine, but then you would pull it and be like mm-hmm. wet from the person who used it before. Yes. Just because it goes back through the machine doesn't make it clean. Exactly. Like that's yeah, that's you know you know who thinks about those things and thinks it's a good idea. People who use cloth for toilet paper at home. 
Oh, yeah. You know who thinks that's a good idea? Literally nobody outside of you. And French people. You know, yes. You know, you know. Who, <laughs> I I do things to try and, and help the earth just a little bit here and there. No. You know what I'm not going to do? Have to wash the thing that I'm wiping my ass with. No. Or use a handkerchief for that matter. Right. What is wrong with old people? Let me blow my nose and then put it in my shirt pocket. What? No. Right. You know. You know how you show chivalry instead of that. When they're done, give them the give them the good old good old butt tap there and just be like, "Hey, good game." <laughs> That's it. That's not problematic at all. No, not at all. Not at all. Well, I'd rather that than a pocket full of bugs. <laughs> that was my third studio album. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have a couple nuggets and tidbits before we get to ask a fat. Okay, one okay. that came off of a seat in an airport. No, good God, gross. Um, okay, thank you to everyone who's ever listened to this podcast for letting us know that Andy yes. Reid was referring to a Monte Cristo last week. Yes. And if you missed it, here's Andy Reid recapping his Super Bowl meal at the White House. Mm-hmm. Yes, he meant to Monte Cristo. French toast, grilled cheese, and ham sandwich that they sprinkled a little bit of powdered sugar on. I mean, it was phenomenal. Okay. So he, to us, it sounded like he was listing three different things. Yes. French toast, grilled cheese, ham sandwich. Yes. Right? But he's talking mm-hmm. about one thing. That's a Monte Cristo. Now, my thought was, how in the world does Andy Reid not know what a Monte Cristo is? That's true. If there was ever a sign that he needs to be on this podcast more than that, I don't know what it is. All three of us love food. Two of us fat. And shut up. <laughs> yes. And none of us knew what a Monte Cristo was. Clearly, I know what a Monte Cristo is. I just didn't think that that's what I thought he was talking about. Separate things. Yeah. Listen. French toast, grilled cheese, and ham sandwich. That sounds like three different things. Yes, it does. French toast, comma, grilled cheese, comma, and ham mm-hmm. sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Okay. The other thing. A couple other yes. things. Went okay. to Sonic the other night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know you can go to Sonic and they will put nerds in your drink? Yeah. Okay. They got to keep doing things with these drinks because their food isn't good. The food is. I Hey, you know what I got? I got mozzarella sticks. Not- they were good. The mozzarella sticks oh, are okay. good. The tots are good, too. Okay. I'm here for the tots. Okay, so if it can be deep fried, it's good. <laughs> well, I mean, the the, the, the chicken's just kind of fine. Oh, yeah, the chicken's like real chewy. Yeah. Like stringy and dry. Yeah, you're right. You know what you stick to? Stick to apps and drinks. Yeah. That's how you survive Sonic. Okay, so if you want nerds in your drink, mm-hmm. the place to get it is at Sonic. And I yep. tried a new Ben & Jerry's I've never tried. I don't know if this is new. Mm. I don't know if it's been around forever and I just haven't noticed it. It is very simple. It is Ben and Jerry's vanilla caramel fudge. It is vanilla ice cream with caramel and hot fudge swirls. That's it. And it is perfect. There are huge, huge waves of hot fudge. There are massive ribbons of caramel in it. It is perfectly proportioned. The ice cream to caramel to fudge ratio is spot on. I knocked this thing out in about 25 minutes, a whole pint. It was just killer. 
Okay, so what's it called again? Vanilla Caramel Fudge. So when you say the name, it's Vanilla Caramel Fudge. I know, I say it both ways. I know. (laughs) That's why I was testing it, because it's like, in the title, it's like someone told you the title is said as caramel, but you say caramel. I do it both ways. I don't know why, because I can't decide how I want to say it. We going to clip that? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't know what's correct. So I just say it both ways. I I always go caramel. I think caramel. I know is there's very... the extra A, but yeah, whatever. It's like GIF Jif. Yeah, I will never say Jif. I think caramel is correct, but I feel like too it fancy saying is. caramel. Yeah, it's like a pinkies like, up kind of a comment. Right. The only people that say caramel are the ones that have caramello, which caramel. is like next to nobody. Those are good. It is good. They're still around. It's kind. Of, it's a Cadbury item, isn't it? It is. Yeah, that's good stuff. I enjoy that. Mm. Okay, and the last thing yes, uh, that I have, nugget-wise, uh, mm. I know you got one more place you went this week that you want to talk about. Um, yes. Jason Isbell, one of my favorite singers, everybody knows this, uh, mm-hmm. singer-songwriter. Uh, his daughter, Mercy, is, I think, five or six? Probably did right. she drop an album while you were dealing with your uh, tooth thing? <laughs> I would buy it if she did. Um, okay. Jason Isbell tweeted... My child just called it a, quote, loaf of cotton candy. And to be honest, that's what it is. That is very accurate. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> a loaf of cotton candy. I mean, a what else would you call it? Candy. A spindle? Yeah, but no, not enough people are going to have spindle like off the top of their head. I think loaf is the right word. I think it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. A loaf of cotton candy. That's good. Now I can yeah, just imagine. Yeah, because in theory, if you just like plopped it off of the cone, you could <laughs> cut it into slices. Like there could be slices of cotton candy there. Do you stick it? Blammers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I like the loaf of cotton candy. Okay. Yes. That was my other nugget. Now I know you want to okay. talk about a place you tried or went again yeah. for the first time in a while. I, I hadn't had Freddy's frozen custard in a while, and there's one not far from me. So. I figured, what the heck? It's it's on North Avenue, in I don't know if that's considered Glendale Heights, but it's uh, it's like right around that area. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't had this in a while. I just want to give it another try because I wasn't overly impressed the first time. So I got the steak burger, and now I'm trying to think. Okay, this is like Culver's Steak and Shake ish. So that's kind of the the, the axis I had it on. Okay. Eh. It's fine. Like it, it just didn't impress me. Yeah. Like for one thing, it took for something took forever. I got really? just a regular meal of just, it was, I think it was literally their number one, just like the, the double steak burger with uh, their fries and their fries are like super like shoe stringy. I like that, which is fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that just fine. And they season them well. So cool. Good on the fries. And then I got a dirt and worms because they're known for the ice cream too. So and you're an adult. Dirt. Yes, and, <laughs> and I'm an adult. So I got that, and that was that was that was good. You know, just it's it's ice cream. It's hard for them to mess up, but like some something of that took forever. And then the fact that like I open up the the burger and it's like one patty is like almost completely slid off slid off the other one, and like I get things can happen, but it's just like. 
I don't know. It, it looked bad. And when, when Culver's is right there and steak and shake still mostly exists, like, why am I going to stop at Freddy's? This is the thing, Rick, about Freddy's is it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just not better than anywhere else at any one yes. thing, right? If mm-hmm. they did one thing, at least that I know of, if we're missing something, let us know. I'm fatpot at gmail.com. But yeah. their custard is not as good as Culver's. It's nope. cer- well, look, it's certainly not better than Culver's. It's not better right. than Culver's. Their right. burgers are not better than Steak and Shake or Culver's. Their mm-hmm. fries are not better than either place. So it's kind of nope. like if I'm in the middle of nowhere and there's a Freddy's and that's it, I'll sure. happily stop there. I'll probably be satisfied with my meal, right? Yeah. I've got a- enough options to be, say, if I'm not in the mood for a burger, there's other things, but they just mm-hmm. aren't great at anything. Yeah. And the stuff they are they claim to be known for, there's a lot of places that do it better than them. Yep. So it's not it's just they need to either find the thing they're great at or they're not going to survive very long. Cuz there's when you live in cuz I know the, aren't they I'm trying to think of where they're from. They like they're kind of recently expanded in the Midwest. Um Yeah. But when you've got as much competition in the Chicagoland area as they do, especially when Culver's is the same concept. Right. And it's right there usually, and it's much better. I'm mm-hmm. never choosing Freddy's over Col- over Culver's ever. Wichita, Kansas is where it started. Okay. Well, maybe in Wichita, Kansas, it, it's a great thing. And maybe because it's like the original, it's better than right. others. But again, it's not bad. I don't dislike it. No. But I just... They don't do anything better than anywhere else that I've already decided to go. Right. So that's my thing on it. Oh, speaking of Freddy's, hmm. I went to the Freddy's on 31st and Union, not the one as- affiliated with uh, uh, Freddy's Frozen Custard. Average steak burgers and custard. And I got uh, probably not the greatest thing for someone dealing with mouth issues, um, hmm. but I got their, their, they got a really great grilled cheese. But the thing that's the best at Freddy's at 31st and Union is their onion rings. And I don't think that this picture quite does the onion rings justice. But a nicely toasted grilled cheese with three Mm -hmm. different kinds of cheeses. And those onion rings, man. I'm not like usually a default onion ring guy. But the ones at Freddy's and 31st are just killer. Mm -hmm. So it's right there. If you're going to a Sox game, 31st and Union. Or if you're in the mood for Mexican food. My favorite steak burrito and salsa in the world is at Pancho Pistola's, which is directly across the street. So Freddy's yep. is on the southwest corner. Pancho's is on the northwest corner of 31st and Union. They're both great. So Freddy's is like a burger, pizza, hot dog joint, but like mm-hmm. a little more, I don't want to say elevated because it's not fancy, but they just have a yeah. lot of options. There's a lot of good stuff there. Um, and then uh, Pancho's is like a nice sit down uh, Mexican place. Okay. Best steak burritos, stock steak. It's like big old cuts of steak. Yeah. Like thinly pounded. It's not like little crumbles. It's like big old pieces of steak. And their salsa, their green salsa. Mm-hmm. I've yet to have a better salsa in my life anywhere. It's just wow. absolutely killer. So it's great. And you know what? I wanted to go today. We didn't have time, Rick. I wanted to go to Fredo's. Yeah. I really want to go to Fredo's Culinary Kitchen in Schaumburg. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get out there soon. When I get back from Nashville, I'm going to make a point of it because it's been too long. The other yeah. reason we didn't go is because my mouth isn't fully healed. 
Yeah, and you need that mouth healed to uh, yeah. to take down what Fredo's has. That's it. The things I want there, I I, I wouldn't enjoy them as much because I'd be like kind of like having to cut it up real small or maybe too spicy. Right. I'm still trying to avoid like really spicy stuff. So yeah, I, I put it off because I didn't want to feel disappointed or like I had to settle for something I didn't want. But sure, you shouldn't because you, you can't really settle it for it at, uh, at Fredo's. It's great. Mm-mm. Check them out. 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. Fredo'spizza.com. Fredo'sBakery.com is your website at Fredo's Pizza on Instagram. You're going to want to follow that. And if you place an online order for Fredo's, you mm-hmm. save 10% with the code I'm fat. That's every time. That's not a one-time code. That's every right. time you place an online order at Fredo's, you will save 10% on your food. So jump on it. Fredo'sPizza.com. And uh, if you got a holiday or a birthday or uh, for your mom or, or whoever coming up, check out Fredo'sBakery.com and get those brownies, get yes. those cookies. You will not go wrong. You will win the holiday at Fredo'sBakery.com. Well, and Jay, if you had gone there, yes, would you have gone in your Mazda CX-30? <laughs> yes, I would have. Mm. I've been putting the miles on that car this weekend. Yeah. Summit to Rosemont and then uh, Homewood to Oak Brook to... Bowling Brook, I was all over the world this weekend and uh, doing it. There's in style. a brook, you were in it. That's right, I was in all the brooks. Anyway, um, yeah, it was great. Uh, the CX30 is kicking ass. The CX5 still going strong. The 2015, I got like 165,000 miles on that thing or something. It runs like the day I bought it. Uh, absolutely nice. love both cars. That's why I have two because the Mazdas are great and the mm-hmm. buying experience at Mazda of Orland Park is outstanding as well. So give him a call. Call Eric Vates, 708-444-3200, mazdaofworlandpark.com. They're at 8910 West 159th Street. Go check out the new CX-90 or the uh, CX-50. Those are the two new models of Mazdas, and they're both really sweet. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that CX-50 is, uh, is in the future for me because I really like that car. Um, so go check them out. Give Eric a call. Tell him the I'm Fat Podcast sent you, and get yourself a new vehicle. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we ask the fats? Oh, we are long overdue. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. Ask a Fat is brought to you by our buddy, Charlie the Bacon Guy, and here he is with this week's Bacon Report. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, chorizo, six pepper, sriracha, rosemary, and ranch bacon. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, the cherry jalapeno, and I made a chorizo bacon jam, but I don't love it, so I'm going to go back to the drawing board, and a couple of dads who have orders this coming week will get some just to try it and give me some feedback. Another good reason to order. You'll get some freebies and some taste testers every once in a while. Hope everybody had a great Father's Day. Don't forget about all the merch, t-shirts, hockey jerseys, beanies, hats, Stickers, magnets, all the good fun stuff. Let's have a great week. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Get yourself some bacon from Charlie. He is at uh, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com, at charliethebaconguy on Instagram, and at czthebaconguy on Twitter. Get in touch with him. Place your order. Keep your eye on our social media and his next week because we've got a sweet giveaway promotion coming in honor of episode 200 you're not going to want to miss that so make sure you are paying attention to our social media feeds so you don't miss out on this deal but go get some of the bacon i love charlie saying i try this and didn't love it so i'm scrapping it instead of saying i know if i call it this people will buy it no 
He's like, I'm not going to waste people's time with something I don't think is good. That is how mm-hmm. you do a great job. That's why Charlie's awesome. So support him because he would not sell you something he doesn't believe in. Because mm-hmm. he's the best. All right. He is. Can I make a request for people that we didn't talk about pre-show, but I'm sure it, it started on social media this week. Four voicemails or emails next week, 708-858-3314 or I'm fat pod at gmail.com. For the 200th episode, what's been your favorite moments yeah. of the podcast? Started and got a few of them on, um, on the fan page, but take the week to think about it and send those in because I don't know about you, Jay, but I'll be honest. A lot of the early stuff is kind of a blur. Oh, definitely. So, so especially for people that have been listening for day one, and if you have memories of the early shows, whether it was like Mitch busting in awkwardly to like be part of it and <laughs> give us food and like something out of a vending machine or something and, and, and throw a food at us that happened. <laughs> you know, like those types of things, just like any, any of the weird stuff from early on or really just your favorite moments from throughout. I'm always fascinated to see because everybody listens and sees differently than, than we do, which is cool. And that's part of what's great about it. Yep, absolutely. So yeah, get those in, leave the voicemail, 708-858-3314, put them on the fan page, whatever you want to do, because episode 200, we're going to reminisce a little bit, because it Mm -hmm. it is flown by. Yeah. It's crazy we've done this many episodes. That's nuts. All right, first email, no voicemails this week. There's one from Jason from Oshkosh, but it's 200th episode specific. So Jason, I'm saving it for then. I'm not blowing you off. So keep that in mind. This one comes from Sam in St. Charles. He says, hey, guys, as always, I love the podcast. What is both of your favorite places to eat in Little Italy on Taylor Street? One of my favorite things to do in the summer is go to Mario's Italian Lemonade on Taylor Street, but I've never really stopped to eat there. Just get the Italian ice. Would love a suggestion. Also, what's your go-to at Mario's? On a side note, Jay, I'd love to hear the story of Ranji getting his girlfriend at the time, Pam, taking too many Jameson shots at your wedding and throwing up on the side of Ranji's car. Well, <laughs> Sam, I think you know the story now. Um, yes, Ranji's girlfriend at the time had too many Jameson shots at my wedding and threw up on the side of his car. That's the story. Um, dude, no one experienced my wedding less than me. I yeah. don't know if, like, when you were married, if you had the same experience where you're just, like, pulled in a million directions and, like, yes, you talk to the everyone exam- and no one at the same time. Yes, I, I know the the manifestation of that was, I think I had a third of like 20 beers. Absolutely. Throughout the night. Yes. Like you, and then to, uh, to Marty's credit, he always made sure I had one. However, I would drink a third of it. I would talk to people, put it down for a second and forget it existed. Yeah. I I was not drunk at my wedding. I didn't have time to get drunk. I, I, I barely experienced, like I would love to, I'd love to go. If I got a DeLorean, and went back in yeah. time. I'd like to be a guest at my own wedding to see if people yes. had a good time. People seem to have had a great time, but I just, mm-hmm. I was just pulled in so many. Remember, I come from a giant family. My dad's the oldest of 10. My mom's the oldest of seven. All of them have kids. Most of those kids have kids. So we're talking like 150 people deep, just family. Just in your family. Yeah. So I barely experienced my own wedding. <laughs> I think there were 120 total at my wedding. Yeah. We were like over 350 or something like that. So it was crazy. It was a lot. 
um, including yeah. a whole. So at Ridge Country Club where we got married, mm-hmm. there's like a big dining room and then there's like a side like uh, I don't even call it like a sunroom kind of. Sure. And we just put the score people in that room. Nice. Which is both a good and bad idea. <laughs> yes, it is. So it's all the score people. Yes. Probably 40 people. And John Wideman, the okay. voice of the Blackhawks, who emceed my wedding and hung who out was like, the whole thing. Why did he stick me in here with these people? Yes. But he had a great time. He hung out and just he hung out in there and he had a wonderful time. So uh, this was right. before the Hawks got good. I got married in 2008. So John mm-hmm. Wideman was a much easier book then. <laughs> yeah right and people are like who's this guy i don't know who this is um yeah but great guy came to my wedding hung out and emceed and then stayed the whole time it was wonderful nice. uh as for taylor street right. rick i don't know if oh, you have thoughts yeah. on taylor street i know you're not there very often not particularly okay i got this i'm on taylor street all the damn time because it is between well not really between but it's on my way to work so when i get off the highway i get off on taylor and i find my lunch so Maria Mario's Italian ice. I don't really have a go-to cause it's all wonderful. It all has to do with my taste that day. Um, food wise. I know I mentioned Pancho Pistola's on 31st and union, but the best chicken burrito in Chicago is De Posada on Taylor street. It is like Taylor just West of Ashland. Okay. If you know where Pompeii is, it's like three or four doors down from Pompeii on the South West, no, southeast side of Ashland. It's like mm-hmm. southeast of Ashland on Taylor Street. Gotcha. Um, and then there's Pompeii, and then De Posada is a couple doors down. Okay. Those are both wonderful. They're go-tos. I love De Posada. You've got, uh, obviously, pick your Italian restaurant on there. They're all going to be wonderful. Yeah. If you're into bar food, Hawkeye's is really good. Great wings at Hawkeye's. Um, I mean, just drive down there. Oh, the original L's beef is there too. And it is the best L's beef. It is the best L's beef. So I would say if I'm suggesting an order places to try De Posada first, get the chicken, Mm -hmm. whatever I'd say a chicken burrito. Um, I love Pompeii. They've got those, uh, pizza strudels that -hmm. are just killer. They've got great pasta. You can buy pizza by the slice. That's excellent. Uh, they also have red cream soda there. Barks red cream soda. Ooh, yep. And a Pepsi and a Coke machine. Wow. So whatever your preference is, they have it at, at Pompeii. And then um, the original Al's beef is terrific. And they just mm-hmm. opened an Insomnia cookies, mm. which I went in and got, and they were good. Yeah. When I walked <laughs> into that Insomnia, I hope I don't get this person in trouble. I opened the door and I said, am I at a dispensary? And the person came from the back with the reddest eyes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I'll have two. I was like whispering. I'll have two cookies, please. Two yeah. chocolate chip M&M cookies. Por favor. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. want to alarm anyone. If anyone was feeling paranoid. Right. <laughs> right. No fast movements. Yeah. I was just like, hey, how you doing? I'll have two <laughs> M&M chocolate chips thanks mm-hmm. and i went away and let them get back to what they were doing in the back nice good on you but i looked i like opened the door and i was like, <laughs> I was like oh my god <laughs> hit in the face by weed so there yep. you go um there are my suggestions and man there's another mexican place on taylor that i can't think of 
and it's going to drive me nuts. I'll think of this and let you know next week. I can't think of the name of it. I'm sorry. I okay. suck. I'll go to the next one from Ramblin' Grimace. Said, gentlemen, anytime I ask anybody else for chicken sandwich Wait, recommendations. Sorry, I'm pausing you. I thought of it. Okay. Another great taqueria, Harabe, J-A-R-A-B-E, 1104 Taylor. And Kong Dog is right there. The Korean Corn Dogs, mm, 1424 yes. Taylor Street. All right. There you go. Sorry, Rick. Chicken sandwiches. My bad. Okay. R.I.P. Harabe. Um, yes, I know it's different. Uh, anytime I so from <laughs> oh my god, what a timely reference! <laughs> I know. <right? laughs> like what? Oh yeah, that Coney twenty twenty. Right. At least we know that I'm still in. I am still in peak form of like my dumbass references, which take everybody at least like fifteen seconds to figure out. It doesn't mean I'm smart. It just means I make dumb references. Oh, my God. Coney, Coney was 2012, not 2020. Oh, my God. Okay. Really? Yeah, that's how old that reference is. Okay, my bad. Oh, wow. All right. Chicken sandwiches. All right. Back on track. Whoop. Yes. Anytime I ask anybody else for chicken sandwich recommendations, Chick-fil-A is treated as though it's some kind of automatic answer. No. This bothers me because my experience with Chick-fil-A is that while their sandwiches are fine, they're also rather small. Even I and Normie need at least two of them to fill me up. So where does the I'm Fat podcast recommend people go for the best chicken sandwich in the Chicago area? I mean, the first thing I'm going to say is fry the coop. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, fry the coop is great. They just opened one it's, in Lincoln Park. There's a ton of them. Yeah, it's just it's the best chicken. Yes. Period. Yes. That you're going to get. And if you're not in the Nashville hot, they've mm-hmm. got the country style, which is not hot. Right, and still very good. But make sure you get that uh, that hot honey butter mm. on the oh, side. Yes. It's a necessity. Fry the Coop is great. There's a ton of them. Uh, another great chicken sandwich is Lassen's in Homewood. They've got a sandwich called yep. the Jaybird, which is a breaded chicken sandwich with cheese and jalapenos on it. It's absolutely delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, the Big Red at Miller's we mentioned last week. Yes, the Big Red at Miller's, is, that's a great one. That's really good. Yeah. Um, that's and, for sure. And it is it like it's a good size bun and the bun looks tiny compared to the piece of chicken that you get on there. Yes. And if you and, ever and had like, if you ever had Kumas known for their burgers, mm-hmm. everything at Kumas is available on a breaded chicken patty too. So oh. yeah. So the Deathbringer plague, whatever it is, the Metallica burger, whatever you want. Yeah. Everything at Kuma's is available as chicken. So let's just let's just look at this real quick, and I'll give you some of the options they have in the menu. Uh, I'll look at the West Loop menu for you. Uh, and now my internet's going to be slow because that's how things work when you do these sort of things. Mm-hmm. Um, Call that hamster to pick it up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, I'm looking at the burger of the month here. Damn it. I should have done this ahead of time. Oh, well. I, all right. Just go to kumascorner.com and find it. They're being weird with their menu. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't like. The food's great, but they're being weird with the menu. Can I just see the menu? It's like order here, and then like they don't have just like a list of the stuff. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, I hate that a lot of places are doing that. We have to go to the order page now just to be able to see the menu. Right. Uh, but Kuma's is great. Everything there is great. You can't go wrong. But I would say go to Fry the Coop, get it. And I'll say this too: if you think you're a tough guy with heat, just trust me. If you're on the fence, 
Heat down. Down. Heat down. Down a level. I love hot food. Love it. Mm-hmm. I can only eat. So I usually go like the three tenders is the meal. I'll get two yep. medium and a hot, and I will battle through that hot one. And there, I think there's three levels above hot. Yes, there is. Yeah. So don't be a hero at Fry the Coop because you will regret it. It is so damn good, though. So there's our recommendation for chicken sandwiches. Yes, it's fantastic. All right, last one from our guy, Mark Allen Fishman, the design, our design go-to There's guy. a couple more under there, by the way. There are? Yep. <laughs> oh, hey, scrolling's a thing. <laughs> um, boy, I am, I'm telling you, I have just, I've been on one this weekend. <laughs> just in, on one in incompetence. Here You're we go. You're supposed to move. All right. do. So I'll be finding myself in Bucktown around Damon and Fullerton in the not-too-distant future to pick up some pro wrestling swag, if you know, you know. Since I'm too suburban to know any better, is there any don't-miss-fat experiences I should make my way towards? Uh, Yes. I mean, you're on the north side of Chicago. There's a lot of good stuff there. Bucktown, I'm looking at the I'm Fat map, and I don't see anything in particular like right in the heart of Bucktown. But -hmm. I will say, anytime I'm up north... And this is yeah. not fancy. It's not like bougie or anything that's going to blow your friends away. But I love Chicago Bagel Authority. It is one of my favorite places in the world. It is at 955 West Belmont, right underneath the Belmont L stop, uh, like Sheffield and Belmont. It is, they probably have like 75 different steamed bagel sandwiches that are just absolutely incredible. Uh, my go to there is the Tanya Harding Club which is just delicious. They all have funny names. You're also right mm-hmm. by Pequod's as you make your way into the city. You can't really go wrong there. Um, there's a Sweet Mandy Bees right there on Webster, 1208 West Webster, if you're looking for like something sweet. I mean, but you're on the north side. Like everything there, you're going to find good stuff everywhere you go. But I would say if you're just making a quick trip to the city and uh, you don't want to like make a whole like day out of it, Chicago Bagel Authority, there are so many options. It's just, Absolutely delicious. And they've got those golden graham cocoa puff, like Rice Krispie treats that are unreal. And Mark, if you go, please bring me one. I will pay you for it. Um, It's just incredible. So that's my recommendation. Go to Chicago Bagel Authority. I think there might be more than one. But the one I go to is the one on uh, right under the Belmont L stop uh, Mm -hmm. on Sheffield and Belmont. Yeah, I'm trying to think right there if there's anything else that I would go to. I mean, mind you, I full disclosure, and it, it's very obvious at this point with my answers to pretty much everything. Now that I don't work in the city, I don't go very often. No, there's no reason so, to. Right. <laughs> so outside of the city being awesome. but Right, but let me fight traffic and deal with all the you know parking and yeah. all that. Yeah, it's tough. So I'm going to be honest. Third biggest city in the country. You know what I am? Limited on city experiences. And feel free to chastise me for it because I deserve it. Do your thing. Um, All right. We got one here from our buddy Lance. He says, hey, guys, how does one Rick Camp deal with the LGBTQ plus Skittles where they're all gray in the package? I know Rick likes to separate and eat the flavors individually, unlike us slobs that just eat a handful all randomly. With no colors on the shelves to differentiate, this has to be a tough month for Rick. Thoughts and prayers. Please advise. Rick, how do you eat the LGBTQ Skittles that are not colored? I just deal. 
<laughs> if, if I get, if, if I, you know what? I mean, I'll be honest. If there are those packs there and the normal packs, I want to be able to separate. Like, boy, there's no good way to say that. Wow, uh, I, yeah, I like to separate the flavors there, okay. if if possible. However, I'll, uh, you know, I'll go rogue and I'll, I'll just like pop a handful if I if I'm going all gray. You should try. So I, this would this would be fun. This would be a fun hmm. thing is go buy a pack of those and see if I can actually taste the difference in the flavor. I think of all people, you will be able to. Okay. Now, I don't know how he would prove if you're right or not. Yeah, that's a good point. No, you know what you should do? You should buy a hmm. pack of, of normie Skittles and yeah. then buy a pack of the gray Skittles. And like, okay, okay I think that was a, a sour. Was a sour apple, right? Is he is the green? It's lime again. Oh, right. That's right. So I think that was lime, and then try a lime one and see if you're right. That's mm-hmm. how we do it. All right, let's okay. Do this. this sounds like a fun 200th episode thing. Yes. All right, let's do that. Okay. Fun. Okay, good. Yes. All right, I'll try. I'll try it too. We'll do it together. Okay. Cool. Uh, oh yeah, you're up. Go ahead. All right. From our guy Nolan. Hey fats, a while back I heard you talk about athletes who are fellow fats. I can't remember if Connor Williams was one you talked about. He is a walking billboard for the DXL store, formerly known as Casual Mail Big and Tall, which until now I never saw anyone tall shopping there. He's on the St. John Fisher College basketball <laughs> team. That. He's seven feet and 360. Just thought I'd let you know. I just thought I'd let you know about that, and I am unsure how to end this email. So, anywho, suck it, Odyssey. Fair enough. Uh, Very true. He's on all seven accounts. feet tall. I guess. Holy cow. I mean, I've we've seen the highlight of him going down the court and his yes. pants falling off and all that stuff. Right. And if you're watching on YouTube, there he is on your screen. And the guy behind him is like, whoa, that's a huge man. Yes. <laughs> I, I am not covering him, <laughs> says, says the defender. Right. Uh, Too many chins. Yeah, that's a that is a lar- that's a big boy. Uh, yes. I always think of um, the scene from Teen Wolf where Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure is on the basketball team with Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. You might be too young for that movie. I am too young. Oh, Teen Wolf is a classic. It's the greatest basketball movie of all time, Rick. Yes. And there's sure. a guy wearing a shirt that says, what are you looking at? Dick nose, which is the greatest <laughs> shirt ever made. <laughs> all right. Last one here comes from Gabe. He says, hey, guys, I want to talk about a few things. Chicken. My son recently bought some Frank's Red Hot Buffalo seasoning blend. Oh, I usually don't care for air fried chicken. I barbecue it for me and the old lady. Let me tell you guys, this was like Homer first discovering a donut. Damn good stuff. I was thinking about putting it on some chicken wings and adding some homemade buffalo wing sauce, seeing how much better it would be. I know it's a total game changer for boring old air fryer chicken for sure. And speaking of chicken, I had some southern fried chicken from Cracker Barrel a few times. I'm about to say something controversial. The Cracker Barrel fried chicken is better than KFC and Popeye's. There, I said it. Stonewall me now. Have you ever been to Cracker Barrel? Thoughts on the experience? Chick-fil-A can suck it. We got a place up here called The Magnet in Penfield, New York, that destroys that place. Love the show. I've listened to every episode. Uh, Thank you, guys. Happy 4th. So Cracker Barrel used to be a lot better. Yes, uh, we're white, so we've been. Yeah, of course. We are. We get a free pass every year. Right. Uh, whenever I've gone there, I go biscuits and gravy. So, honestly, I couldn't even tell you how good the chicken is. I've ne- yeah, I, I think every time I've been there, I've had 
either the chicken and dumplings or breakfast. Okay. And it's and I always get the orange cream soda. <laughs> the Stewart's yeah. orange cream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is always great. Um, but I went to the me and Lawrence and Hope and Addy went to Lawrence Holmes, Hope mm-hmm. and Addy, went to the one in Bourbon A. That was the mm-hmm. last time we went, and I'm like, this is not as good as I remember. And maybe I've just kind of yeah. matured in my taste and have tried better things, but I've never Probably. had the fried chicken at uh Cracker Barrel, so I will try it. I can't get mad at you if I've never had it. So Right. But I'd imagine if there's something good that Southern white folks are good at doing, it's probably frying chicken. Because they stole recipes from people even better at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've not had I've not had uh, Cracker Barrel in a long, long time. But I, I yeah, it's that been was years. One of the fun things about going on a road trip though was going to Cracker Barrel. Or Bob Evans. Bob Evans. Bob Evans too. or Oh, the breakfast buffet at Shoney's. Oh, Shoney's. Yeah. We lived in Virginia. We went to Shoney's all the time. Do you know I lived in Mm -hmm. Virginia for two years? Did you know that? I don't think I did. Yeah, I lived in Roanoke, Virginia for kindergarten and first grade. Okay. My dad got transferred. But yeah, we used to go to Shoney's all the time. And then when we would road trip with my parents, Mm -hmm. Shoney's and like Big Boy are the same thing. Yeah. And that's like the only place my mom would eat. Was Shoney's or Big Boy? I'm like, wow. We're on a road trip. Can we try <laughs> right. something different? Mm-hmm. Like, no. how many French dips can you eat? You know, boomers. Yeah. Boomer problems. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Next week, we promise, is episode, yes. episode 200. Get those memories it will, in. It will not be episode 199.75. Probably uh, get those voicemails right. in 708-858-3314. Leave us a message on the I'm fat podcast fans page. You want to know your favorite mm-hmm. memories of the podcast. I'm fat pod at gmail.com is an option as well. Um, Rick's going to try the LGBTQ plus Skittles taste test. I'm going to yep. try the same thing and we'll, we'll have some, some fun and surprises along the way. Uh, yeah. I know there's going to be aside from the Charlie uh, giveaway. We're going to have some I- Nick and Ivy stuff to talk about and give away potentially. Nice. So uh, you're not going to want to miss episode 200. Uh, we hope you can join us. And we want to say thank you, by the way, for those yes. of you who have just found us or have been listening to us for years. Um, we wouldn't do it if you weren't listening and you are, and we appreciate it. So mm-hmm. thank you very much. Uh, thanks for your uh, ongoing support. And here's to 199.5 more episodes. <laughs> Follow us on all of our social media at I'm Fat Pod. I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com 708-858-3314, as Jay just said. Check us out on Patreon or Spotify. There's those options as well. I'm fatmerch.com. If you don't have any merch for the podcast, that's our T Public shop. I just got my shirts that Jay sent me and they look awesome. Ah, yes. They just, they just finally got I I washed, I washed them. So now I can actually like wear them and i'm excited to you know be able to add to my wardrobe because adding two extra shirts increases my wardrobe by a fair percent a fair amount why'd you have to wash uh, them? which is huh why'd you have to wash them are they stinky no aren't you supposed to wash shirts before you wear them i don't know i just buy them I, and wear them <laughs> i i thought you were supposed to wash them first. i don't know so Either way, they're washed, they will be worn, and then they will be washed again because then they probably will be stinky. Anyway. Fair enough. YouTube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. Make sure to subscribe and then like each video. Even if you're not watching the video, make sure to do that. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> the, the designs are fire. If you're watching the YouTubes, you're seeing some examples right now. 
the designs are great that we've got going on and a hat tip to our guy mark fishman for those uh yeah youtube.com slash i'm fat podcast subscribe like the videos even if you just listen on the pod the regular podcast feed that helps us out a ton and then subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe unsubscribe resubscribe to the regular podcast feed to help us juke the numbers and so we can just move up in the rankings uh five star review and a rating as well helps us out a ton and tell a friend because yep. we want to we will you know we expand well i do at least so we would like <laughs> <laughs> so we would like the listenership to do the same and the best thing you can do is check out our sponsors charlie bacon guy mazda Orland park fredo's culinary kitchen and nick and ivy brewing yeah this beer gone hear that yep gone because it's delicious all right so for jay i'm rick we'll talk to you for episode 200 on the i'm fat podcast french toast grilled cheese and ham sandwich